Hello listeners, this is Anthony A. Lark, and over the last week, in lieu of everything that's been happening with Iran and the United States, I started thinking about the draft, and would the government ever recall the draft, and how would they treat it? And obviously I'm too young to have experienced a draft, or a conscription as some of you might call it. But I have still heard a lot of stories about it, so I did some research on my own, and I found a lot of interesting stuff. And I specifically researched the draft during World War II and Vietnam, seeing as they were the most recent wars that we have had. We're just going to get right into World War II. Out of the 16 million soldiers that fought in World War II, 66% of those troops were selected for service through a military draft. The United States implemented the Selective Training and Service Act on September 16, 1940, and it marked the first peacetime draft in U.S. history. This act required all men between the ages of 21 and 45 to register for military service. There was a draft lottery held to reveal which people were going into the military according to their birth date. And those selected from the draft lottery were required to serve at least one year in the armed forces. After the U.S. entered World War II, there were amendments to the act. All men between the ages of 20 and 24 were liable for service, and all men between the ages of 18 and 64 were required to register, and the registered 18 and 19-year-olds were called into military service. The act stated that not more than 900,000 men were to be in training at one time, and President Franklin Roosevelt asked Congress to extend the term of duty for draftees to 30 months or more. There were a lot of men who were disgruntled by this decision and intended to desert upon the end of their 12 months of service. Every U.S. citizen was placed in a class or a war acceptability status during the draft, and there were four distinct classes in World War II. Only one of the classes, which was Class I, included all citizens acceptable for military service. Class two included those who were deferred because of occupation, that being for any medical, security, or agricultural occupations. And class three included those who were deferred for dependency, whether that may be staying at home to take care of their family or those with occupations that supported the war effort at home in the United States. And I remember my great-grandmother shared a story with me about how her husband was drafted for World War II and how they met with the with their draft board uh, and they gave him a deferment because he was employed in a defense plant and he had four children, and that his absence would create a hardship for the family. And so Class 3 
would be one of those type situations. Class 4 included the individuals who were unacceptable for military service. Um, this class consisted of mainly prisoners and African Americans for a while. They were initially excluded from military service, but they were allowed conscription in 1943. Uh, also, if you were a college student, uh, you also had the chance to get deferred. Well, if you were a college student that was succeeding in your courses, that is, there were some college students who were lacking in college who got drafted, um, and people with severe health issues usually got deferred as well. Now, of course, you had some people that did not want to go into military service, and they did that by seeking deferments from the war. There were many people who sought deferments from the war for reasons such as religion or marriage. All in all, uh, 10 million men were inducted into the military from October 1940 until March 1947, and peacetime drafts continued throughout the Cold War in fear of a attack from the Soviet Union. And of course, wartime drafts continued in the Vietnam War, but that will have to be a topic for the next episode. So, I hope you all enjoyed listening. And I will see you in the next episode where we will talk about the Vietnam War and how the drafts in that war were dramatically different from World War II. See you then. Welcome back, everybody, to episode two. Today, we are going to be talking about the draft during the Vietnam War. So, Vietnam, obviously a very brutal war between America and Vietnam, about 2.7 million American troops served in Vietnam. 2.2 million of those troops were selected for service through drafts. So when America initially became involved in Vietnam, uh, the names of all American men within the appropriate age range, which was changed to 18 to 25, were collected by the selective service system. And when a person's name was called, he had to report to his local draft board, which was mainly made up of members of the community instead of military or government officials. And this opened up a big problem, one of the many problems of the draft in the Vietnam War, that the draft board was made up of members of the community, and because of that, most draft board members were under pressure from families, relatives, and friends to exempt potential draftees. A majority of the U.S. soldiers that were drafted during Vietnam were men mainly from the poor, working, and middle classes who came from rural towns or farming communities. And there were very few soldiers that came from upper-class families, as most upper-class citizens were deferred. And there was a lot of criticism to the government that they were mistreating classes with the least political power. 
Now, as you may know, there was a lot of opposition to the Vietnam War, and there was especially a lot of opposition to the draft. Uh, people in the call-up ages that were liable to serve started seeking ways to avoid or delay their military service. And much like World War II, one way that people avoided their military service were getting deferments or seeking deferments deliberately. And most of the deferments were the same as World War II. Uh, if you had physical or mental problems or if you were engaged or with children or if you attended college or had to stay at home to support your family, there was a big chance that you would get deferred for those reasons. Another way that people avoided the draft, especially students, is that they illegally burned their draft cards and they had these big gatherings where they would all gather in one place and burn all their draft cards. But anyway, going back to deferments, um, in 1965, President Lyndon B. Johnson ended the marriage deferments, so you could no longer get deferred if you were married. And because of this, many men decided to flee the United States to another country, such as Canada or Mexico, to avoid getting drafted. And these men became to be called draft dodgers later on. And earlier on in the conflict, many people saw the draft dodgers as cowards because they were just leaving their homes, sometimes leaving their entire families, to a different country. They would be like, you know, you're American, you're supposed to fight for what you believe in. But over time, as the war droned on and on with no signs of stopping, and the Vietnam conflict in the U.S. became more and more detested by its citizens, more people started to support the draft dodgers and draft resistance, and they started to heavily criticize the draft's iniquities, started to go to these gatherings where they burned their draft cards, and started to flee the country themselves. And in response to this criticism, the Selective Service System conducted two draft lotteries in 1969. One draft lottery was based on birth dates, like the one in World War II, and the other lottery was based on the initials of your full name. The Selective Service System also received a lot of criticism on the age priority because usually they would pick the oldest first. So the people that were 25 around that age range would get picked first. And a lot of people criticized that because it messed up a lot of career choices that people would make in life at that time, during that time. So they changed the age priority so that younger men could be called up first. However, despite these changes, the opposition to the draft was still rising steadily, as was the opposition to the war. Uh, and more people started to legally just flat out refuse to go into military service and this opened a bunch of induction refusal cases later in the war.
So, it's 1972, the war is finally coming to a close, a conclusion, and the last men were conscripted into the army in December of that year. However, the selective service system continued to assign draft numbers through to 75 in case the draft was to be extended But with the Paris Peace Accords signed and the U.S. slowly becoming extracted out of Vietnam, it was pretty clear that the war was coming to an end. And so registration with the Selective Service System was finally suspended in 1975 and 1976. So, a little bit of statistics for you. 27 million men were eligible for military service during the Vietnam War. Only 2.2 out of those 27 million were called for military service. 300,000 deserters or draft evaders, uh, 200,000 who illegally resisted, and 100,000 who fled the country. Uh, There were... 100,000 people who illegally burned their draft cards, and there were 200,000 induction refusal legal cases. So there you go. The history of the draft during Vietnam and World War II in a nutshell. Uh, If we ever reopen draft registration again then you can compare the draft with the last two drafts that we've had and see if anything is similar or how much has changed since then. But anyway, I'm Anthony Alark, and this has been the History of the Draft. I hope you enjoyed listening, and I will see you next time. Bye-bye.